breath a lot. Have you, really? Have, have you noticed that with your first few episodes where you were like uh, talking too much that you were like, little, little, little. <sighs> yeah, like I just got excited, you know? I, get, I think that's it because dude, my, my first one and my second one, you were like excited. that I did by myself. Yeah, for sure. You could definitely like tell that I was like just trying to get the word out and trying to go fat. Like I remember looking down on like, I think the first one and I was like six Ooh. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I really liked the first one because of what I said, but I do think that I had like, I had to keep stopping and then recording. Cause I had the computer in front of me. Like, like, let's say we were right here. I had the computer right here. I didn't have the zoom. I had the computer. Yeah. I fuck with the zoom. Zoom yeah. is fucking. Tonight. No, I like, but it, and your, your podcast is going to be, you know, you have the op- opportunity for other people to be on it. I don't really see that right now for mine. Yeah. I can see that. I, I wouldn't if I were you. Honestly, it's nice to establish your own fucking thing. Yeah. Hey, um, this is mine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like ours, your, your, yours is conversational. Yeah. You know, mine is going to be more like, "Hey, I'm. This is what we read today. Let's talk about it." Yeah, you know, like that's the main focus. Dude, we can talk about that shit too. Yeah, yeah. put it out there. Why the fuck not? Yeah, I got a, I got a name for it. Why not? Really? Yeah, I like birds. Really? Because I like the Bible and I like words. I like birds. I like it. You like it? It's so I catchy. Like it. I like. And that. also the the um, the dove represents the Holy Spirit when Jesus was about to get crucified. Uh, God sent him the the dove to represent what the Holy Spirit is, and the Holy Spirit is the doctrine of Trinity. So therefore, it's like Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. So the bird is mm. always with us. So I like birds because of that. Damn, I got that sparrow. You ever seen a sparrow? My little guy. Hey. My little guy. Dude, I, I really guy. like birds. Like I, I bought yeah. a bird feeder the other day. I bought um bird seed. I, I, pl- yeah. I hung it up. I put bird seed in my my. Uh, that's one of my son made last year, and so I got one in the front and one in the backyard. I told my mom when I was younger I wanted to be a blue jay. I got an owl tattoo. On me. I told my mom I used to be a blue jay. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like O-E-O. an inside joke. Shout no. out to Drake. Hey. You know he's listening. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I like birds because it's so quirky. <clears throat> you know, it's 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 not, you can't tell what the the podcast is by hearing that. Yeah. But it, it's very curious. And also, when you say I like birds, you start to think, man, I like birds too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like birds. You're like, what? Hey, hey, welcome to the DeWeirdo Podcast. My name is Jeff DeWeird. I got on today with me, Zach Rippy 3 What's good, Zach? Yo, thanks for having me, my bro. Chilling, bro. It's popping. Oh, yo, it's good. Man, we, we've been talking about books lately. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, I wanted to share an idea that I've had for a long time that uh, that I really benefited on. Do you do you uh, read Tim Ferriss? Do you know about him? Uh, I've heard the name, but I, I don't read him personally. Dude, Tim Ferriss is the fucking man. I think you talked about him a lot. Yeah, two R's, two S's. Ferriss is is a super stud man. He like he taught me how to read as a grown ass man. No shit. Like I, I can't believe that I didn't. I wasn't a, like a good reader for so long because I held this guilt that. I had to finish books and shit. Like yeah. we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Like you got the same shit. Yep. Like I think so many people share that thing. And I think that's why so many people are scared to read is because like, it's a they, yeah, you, you don't understand though that like you're allowed to skip chapters. You're allowed to say like, f- you know, to hell with this, uh, you know, book and, and put it down. Don't feel guilty. Pick yeah. up another book and make yourself happy. You know, like, yeah, I'll share a story and to elaborate on that, uh, we had a secret Santa at my job, and like I told you uh, outside, that my GM used to let me read every day uh, at my serving job while I waited for tables to appear in the restaurant because we were a slow restaurant. So she would let me read for thirty to 
maybe an hour and a half a day, you know, on and off in between tables. Cause if you have one table, you have zero tables. Okay. Cause you get them water, you ring in their food and you wait for their food to cook. So therefore there's not much to do. So I would read, right. And she would let me do that. And this girl for secret Santa bought me a bunch of books because she saw that I like to read. You know, she bought me a Steve Harvey book. She bought me, um, a Megan Kelly book, a uh, Russell brand book. And then, um, Ohio state urban Meyer book. Uh, that he wrote. So she basically knew, knew like I like coach. Yeah. For the Ohio okay. state uh, Buckeyes. She knew I like sports, but I personally don't like college sports. I'm a comedian, but I'm not a big fan of Russell brand. Uh, Megan Kelly's. Did like, you read his book? Uh, I tried to, I opened it and I started reading it and it was kind really? of, yeah, it was meh. Yeah. It was just kind of like outlandish and kind of just like off the walls and didn't seem any kind of structure to it. It just seemed like he used his, his, uh, fame to say, random things in a book and appear to be smart. That's the way he came you know, off. You know what always bothers me about books too is like when other people like just have them written like just Yeah, it's not the even them it. writing it. It's just they put their brand behind it. So I tried to read his book. Long story short, I got re- I started all three of those other books, the the Urban Meyer one, the Megan Kelly one, and the Steve and the um Russell Brand one. They were all trash and then I opened up the Steve Harvey one. One of the best books I've ever read in my life. Really? Yeah, it was Steve like Harvey book? Yeah, it was just because it was so like it was I so I love Steve. Yeah, dude. dude, Steve, he he gave his story, he told you how to live your life, he told you stuff that in, involved God, he told you stuff about failure, success, uh the way to like see, perceive things that don't go right. So, I think that the Steve Harvey book, you know, it really was like one out of four was good. I put the other three down though. I opened the other three and and I got to the Steve one and that was it. And I don't feel Damn. guilty about that. One of the four books I liked. Yeah, I I love Steve Harvey as a person. Like all the stuff he does, I dig it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Steve Harvey fan, man. I, I've I've even like the Steve Harvey show back in the day and shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah, all the deaf comedy stuff and shit. He um, lived in his car doing comedy and stuff for years, just like on the oh, road, shit. just in in his car sleeping. At, I love those stories, dude. Yeah, dude, he was sleep. He would, I love those he stories would sit on the like, toilet, like The Rock. You know, he's yes. like, what's the four buck production? Seven dollar production. Yeah, because yeah. he had like seven bucks to his fucking. Head. I love that shit, man. I showed my son a picture of Rock, The Rock the other day, and I was like. When I'm old as fuck, if I don't look like this, shame me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make me feel like a fatty. Yeah, Remind dude. me how worthless I am if I don't got shoulders like this when I'm his age. I mean, he's pretty beefy. I know, but bro, man, testosterone replacement therapy goes a long way. You know what I mean? He's definitely inspiring. Jeez, but yeah, I mean, you could put down that the the whole point of this is you could put down a book and not feel guilty about it. And I think we've tricked ourselves as as a society on like if you start a book, you have to finish it. And I've, there's so many books I've read half of, and I'm like, I can still talk about the book openly and still feel like I know. Yeah, but you know, it. the worst is like, but most people lie about it. And they say, yeah, I read this book as opposed to like giving you the honest perspective of like, oh, I read some that really not my cup of tea. That's so rare to like have the humility to be able to say like, oh, I read, especially when it comes to classics, you know, uh, how you do like the, uh, have you ever read this? And, and so yeah. many, no, just whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people go like, oh yeah, sure. And it's like, what are, you, what are you doing? You wouldn't do that about a TV show. If I said, Hey, have you seen uh sons of anarchy? And you haven't, you're going to think it's blasted it's, with a bunch of questions after. Yeah. You know? I think it's because it's who's easy, your favorite character. Yeah. It's easier to call you on your bullshit. Like yeah. as far as a TV show, because it's so like, it's so surface value, you know, books are more in depth. You're like, Oh yeah. I mean, I read it, but I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah, but like, you know, I've been learning this with my son lately. Like, how much do people actually comprehend when they read? Yeah. Right? I'm I'm teaching my son how to be like a really good reader because I'm a really good reader. So, with that ability, why not teach it to my boy? You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. So, so I try and teach him, you know, the shit and like, and 
it's tough to like have somebody read something and then go, okay, what did you just read? And like, given I, I try to keep my bias aside from the answer I want to hear or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that I expect to hear something like this. I don't even have that. I just wait and I hear like, what did you understand of it? And it's pretty dope because it really shows like, and especially with adults and shit, like, dude, so many people can read stuff and like, they just get lost for five seconds and then give up. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to train yourself to do this. You don't want to maybe find the patience and perseverance to make it through a book. You know, it's a good feeling. The second you finish that last word of a book, you go, all right, dude. Yeah. You You know, it's a confidence booster. It's a, it's a conversational thing too. Like my favorite thing is reading a book and then sharing with my wife who's not reading the book, what I learned in the book. And let's have a full on conversation about this Bingo. little tiny piece of the book. Yeah. That's why I love all the Malcolm Gladwell stuff. Cause it's always like, dude, did you know that, that a long time ago, uh, Korean yeah. air pilots went through this thing, you know? And it's like, it, it's so cool. Like, uh, Parker Slavens and me, like he's, he's another Malcolm Gladwell fan. Yeah. And we just geek out on Malcolm Gladwell. I'm like, I love that because I can like, we're talking about books. Malcolm Gladwell hasn't made movies or anything. So like we're talking about purely books and we're able to like draw parallels on what we comprehended of the material. That's the most important part, right? Like yeah. is like true comprehension. So like, you know, I, again, that's, that's part of like me relearning how to read is like, Hey, sometimes you have to go back and read that paragraph over when, you know, you were kind of zoning out and you weren't actually reading, bro, you got to go back and get that, material get that context you can speed read it or whatever but like you have to you have to be honest with like your level of comprehension like you know because i i can do weird shit like like read several pages of a book and not even have read a fucking thing didn't comprehend shit i was thinking about jokes the whole time and shit like that you know like i think do you think i don't know if i blame the book for that but i also realized that hey i'm just not into this book in this moment you know, and it doesn't mean I'm going to go throw the book away or give it away, but I'm going to put it up. You know, I'm going to put pick up something that sure. I want to read. Like right now I'm reading this book called Radical by David Splatt. And uh, it's just a book about this uh, pastor who's uh, he's working in a mega church. And uh, he realizes that like this mega church has 5,000 at first, 10,000, 20,000 people that come and, and, you know, hear the word of God. He realizes that that's the American dream version of Christianity. That's not the true purpose of Christianity. So then he uh, I'm only 25 pages in. So. Uh, don't don't take everything I say as far as like true, but it seems like he's gonna shift his life into a better direction of what uh, his true purpose is. And I think like that's so cool because it's like you're just basically you're not you're going against the grain, you know. And you learn that in books to like do things other than society's way of telling you things. It's basically like living outside the box because there is no box. Yeah, for sure. It's like that Russ book, man. Yeah. That Russ book you let me borrow. The what, what's it called? It's called um, All in Your Head. All in your head by the 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 rapper Russ. Super good book. I read it twice, man. Like I loved it. I was actually like mm-hmm. halfway through my third reading when I gave it back to you. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, man, can I just hang on? All right, fuck, yeah. whatever. All right, you know what I mean? Like it, it was such a good one, and it's a short read. I love that. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I read everything. I've got so much shit that I've read just because like anything that really piques my interest. I go for, and I just want to learn about it. And like, it, it's cool to be able to read something and go like, I don't even know why I read that, but yeah. whatever. And yeah, you, know, you have, it is you what have it is. something that you didn't have before. I think that's the beautiful, like beautiful thing. I just had my best friend ask me what I want for, uh, for my birthday. And I told him a book just because it's like, I don't want you to spend your money on something that 
it's superficial. I, I want to be, if you want to like help me, you know, send me a book that you like. You For know, sure. I didn't even tell him what book. I said, send me a book that you like because we're similar minded. Yeah, but it's tools, man. Yeah. Like, if people, you always wonder, like, how can somebody be a great warrior? Well, it's when you have a bunch of tools and you know how to use them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, books are tools, man. So, like, what, like, uh, the, the War of Art. Have you ever read that no, book? No, but I've heard like I've, Pressfield. I've seen it everywhere, and it's like always the book that I'm like I need to read. This. I see Dude. it everywhere that that talks about books. So good and so worth it. And it, like a lot of the book, spoiler alert, talks about um, resistance, right? And like why you resist things, why you don't, why you don't let your real self actuate, right? Why you don't actualize your real goals, and it's simply because. You let all this other nonsense get in your way, and it's gangster. You you read all these tools and these weapons that this guy uses, and with the like, uh, like I love hacks, man. Yeah, life hacks. You know what I mean? Like with these tools he gives you, you learn a ton. Yep. You learn a ton about writing because you learn about like, hey, it is more valuable to like sit down every day at a certain time or whatever, you know, and like, like have some kind of routine to writing, you know, cause like as a comic, we're all known for, Instantaneous you know, thoughts, historically yeah. we're known just to be like wild cards, you know, up oh, degenerates. Yeah, yeah. Sleeping in late, not doing shit. Mr. Funny man. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like the, like, you know, p- part of that's true. Cause part of us are like, you know, we don't really want to work. We just want to tell jokes and have fun. And like, yeah. you know, Looked that seems life, hard yeah. to some people, but to us, we shockingly make it easy. So I just want to do this for life, you know? Yeah. Um, and it makes sense. But like, as such, you have to like, you still have to professionalize yourself. You, you have to like break it down and be willing to learn and push a little harder. You know, like I always wonder when people say they can't write jokes and shit. It's like, wow. Then read something. Yeah, I, I pull from what I read too. Like I'll think of something that applies to my life that I just read, and then I'll I'll find a way to make it funny, and I'll find a way to put it down. And I think that I think it's important to treat books kind of like your your job. You know, it's, it's like important for you to like treat it like it's school. Like you're still you're constantly in school. That's what school teaches you to do. You're constantly trying to learn stuff. Yeah, I think that that gets lost in translation. And for the cost of a a, a Budweiser at a bar, yeah, ten you bucks. can get a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you can like read throughout the entire month, you know, or two weeks, three weeks, you know, however long it takes you to finish it. But it's so you're in it. You're constantly in it every day or every two days, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. Roger that. It, it, like it consumes time. It's like a movie. Like you you got to train that muscle, though. You have it's something that like you really do have to like exercise. You got to go to the gym. Yeah. You I like, go that. To that, I like that you gym. said that earlier today. You're, yeah. you're in the gym. You got to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Elaborate if you want that. your brain to be strong, you got to fucking work it out, man. Like when, like when was the last time you did math, like hard math? Do you remember graphing linear equations? Do you remember like a uh, basic algebra or anything like that? How to solve for X? No, absolutely not. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these things are so simple and like you forget them. But if you just started doing them a little bit and like with my son doing homework, like I given, I've always been like a homework freaking gangster i study his homework like 10 times you know what i mean to be able to like truly help him out like i need to know the principles behind these things so it's really cool to like have to relearn so much stuff and go like oh shit you know we were reading about like life cycles and trait similarities and stuff today and like i don't really know about that shit you know what i'm saying like maybe i do because some of it's kind of simple but also I had to look into it and I was like, oh shit, I forgot that a butterfly goes through all those stages. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wow. It is, it's it's, it's cool. true. It's a miracle. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. You know, but it's it's neat to relearn that stuff so I can teach it to him. I have to kind of master it real quick to be able to teach it to him, you know? And, like, yeah. it's dope. I love it. Yeah. Do you think you can elaborate on, like, the importance of, of reading, you know, more than one, you know, maybe three times a week, like, what, what that does for you? Yeah, but see, I've always hated prescriptions. I've always hated like two to three times a week. You should yeah. be doing cardio for like when it comes to like exercise stuff. My thing is like try to read every day. Uh, honestly, I try to exercise every day. Do I do it? No. Do I get close? Kinda. Yeah, and that and that's what I was telling you earlier. Like when I I didn't think it was possible to read three books in one day, but now I'm doing it. And if, even if I'm striving for that, if I miss by one, I'm still at two a day. You know, I'm. Bible morning, this other book in the morning, and then this other book at night, it's kind of like, oh, okay, even if I'm dancing with two of them, that's still better than I was, or that's For better sure. than the majority of people. See, and, and I would even advise against that. Like, yeah. I would tell you to, like, specialize. But, like, here's here's the, and, and, like, just read one, finish one, but that's my style, you know? And, like, like that's the coolest thing about this shit is, like, if you start asking too many fucking questions and start expecting external sources to tell you the right answer then you fail yourself, yeah, right? Because I'm going to tell you something weird. Like if, if you got obsessed with like a certain diet, all it would take for me is to go, oh, I tried that diet. It didn't work. And then you're like, fuck, I got to rethink my whole out, thing. Yeah. I got to rethink my whole shit now. Yeah, this sucks. I think it depends on you. Cause I don't, I didn't think at one time in my life, like last year that I can balance more than one book. But now I'm just like, I've been so deep in it for a long time that I'm like, all right, well I can balance another book now. Yeah. Do you think I just, I just love that because I love like studying the classics. I love like Plato's the Republic tough ass read. It's strange. But like once I started doing philosophy papers and stuff on Plato and started understanding who he is and, Oh, okay. It's like, like the Republic is a, is an idea of a utopian society. If a utopian of a perfect society existed, what would that society look like? What is goodness? What is justice? What is all these things, right? A lot yeah. of the like real early questions. And, uh, and a lot of it is talks with other people. So it's like, and you know, it's like he's record Plato's writing about Socrates and another guy talking, you know, this dude glucon or glaucon or something like that. I never knew how to pronounce it right. But, um, them two talking super interesting and it's like crazy fascinating and it goes through a lot of like the the hard challenges of life and like what is existence and all kinds of neat shit right but um but when i first read it like when i first bought it it was unreadable mm -hmm. yeah, it was too challenging to read i felt that way with a few books and i owned it for like five years then i became a philosophy maybe even more i probably had that book for almost 10 years and you reread it i never read it to begin with I bought it. I thought like, oh, this is something dope I want to read. I want to read about like this utopian society and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really know what it was about or how to read it. You can't read it like you think you need to read a book. Like just from start to beginning, you really just need to read the specific stories and learn about them. So if you learn about like uh, one of the stories, let's say like if you wanted to talk about justice specifically, well, there's like books in it that speak to justice and what justice really is. Is it parables? So, 
No, it's uh, is it like parables being meaning like it's kind of like an example of of like story or is it a real story? No, it's a it's supposed to be a real story. Okay, right, but I mean, uh, it's it's challenging to know whether it was a real story because a lot of Socrates, Socrates, uh, you know, the oldest philosopher there ever was, essentially, he uh, he never wrote anything. So Plato wrote everything about Socrates. So that's how that, our only account of Socrates is through Plato's eyes. Mm. strange right yeah i like that though but that's what the republic is all about is what socrates taught plato and through conversations because plato i mean uh socrates was willing to die uh for like the crime of uh corrupting the youth because he was like asking a lot of questions about like the Athenian gods and shit. Like think about like those, those kind of gods, like Zeus and shit, you know what I'm saying? And he was asking a lot of questions like, why do we worship these things? And you know, what's up with that? And like, and that was enough to corrupt the youth and they punished him to death for that shit. Because he was questioning things he shouldn't have been questioning. Right. And he could have appealed it and he could have like went to another town. There were like a lot of like, he had several outs that he could have just literally said like, yeah, you're right, I'm guilty. And they would have let him go. Mm-hmm. But instead he like stood up for his morals and values That's and were Paul like, okay, if you're going to kill me, then kill me. That's what Paul did in the Bible. Really? Yeah. Like uh, he could have took the easy way out and was and seen this as like the Moses law was the right way of law, basically the Old Testament law. But instead, he was like fighting for what Jesus like was was teaching when he was here. Really, the New Testament, the New Covenant, yeah. Because Damn. Everybody was like all the Gentiles and all the Romans and all the Jews and everybody was. Uh, uh, Peter was responsible for talking to the Jews, but uh, majority of people of that time were all just trying to follow the Old Testament ways. What basically what the Jewish people believe now, uh, they were all just trying to follow the Old Testament, Moses's law. And then when Jesus came, they were like not trying to follow that new new way of living, that new way of law, just live through Christ. So. Paul was responsible for like preaching to those people to show them the right way, even though like he could have took the easy way out multiple times and just been like, oh, okay, yeah, just follow. Because like if he wanted to be liked and you know respected and you know not be in prison, he could have just took the easy way out and said, yeah, you can just keep following the the, the law of Moses. But instead, he was like, I'll be in handcuffs until the day I die so if like I have to ballsy. be. Yeah. So Paul is like, Paul is like the man in the Bible, dude. He's like my favorite writer. He's he. That's the most amazing. He wrote so many books in the Bible that you're just like, whoa. Really? He rides or dies for it like Jesus, bro. It's crazy. He wrote Romans. He wrote uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Corinthians. Like, he's in there, bro. Like, you know, the, 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 um, they, when you get married, a lot of people, um, like the pastor that marries the people usually quotes Corinthians just because it's like talks about marriage a lot. But like, he wrote more than just marriage, bro. He, He wrote a lot of just powerful stuff in there, man. So. It's dope. Really? That's cool shit. I, I like that, though. Be, I And I think, honestly, the way I was explaining how I read uh, and how it suggests to read the Republic, it's kind of the same way with the Bible. If you listen to those lessons and you go, okay, this lesson is about this. And then you go, okay, let me look for the parts of the the, the Bible about piety. And then you can learn, you know, like uh, you'd be best to like research what is piety. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then what what is said of piety in a modern day, mm-hmm. right? And then, okay, what does the Bible say of piety? And then you can go read it, and you can, like, figure out that whole broad thing, and you have, like, a way better, like, it's so cool, because then you can talk to somebody and be like, hey, do you, are you pious? Or, <laughs> you know, yeah. or whatever, and they're like, what? What does that mean? And you're like, well, yeah. I've got some shit for you, you know, like. Even just holding your own, and, like, that's the thing of, like, why I like reading the Bible so much, because, like, for so many years of my life, if you asked me what I believed in, I couldn't really tell you, like, in a well, 
uh, spoken kind of dialogue. You know, I would kind of like butch up and like kind of mostly because like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So like, it's nice right? to get in it and know and learn and just. And kind of, then yeah. when you know what the hell you're talking about, it's it good. fucking yeah. amazing. That yeah. that's what's cool about books. That's Duh, cool right? About books. Is you can like like these Malcolm Gladwell books and all these neat things. You can quote them as if they're they're honest to God truth, yeah, right? And absolutely. like you know, like if it is ever wrong or anything for any reason, like that'd be strange. It, I, I think that would be like so easily found out, right? Yeah, books are so if you put a, because they have yeah, if to you be. put out a book and you were like just lying through your teeth, yeah, like so I think that would be pretty simple. Yeah, it's so yeah. easy to find out the truth now, especially with the internet and all the resources and research yeah. we have. It's so easy to for one person to be like, oh, that's not even truthful, and then therefore that book doesn't sell anymore. Therefore, it's not like a top seller. Therefore, we don't know who Malcolm Gladwell is. He doesn't go on Rogan. He does, he's not as big as he is because. I mean, his books have been in, insanely good and truthful to this point. Aside from Hunter S. Thompson, he's my he's 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 my second favorite author. Yeah, Hunter I need to get S. more. I need to get more of his books. I read I read through Talking um, a Strangers, Talking to Strangers. Talking to Strangers. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, read, I read halfway through and then I kind of Outliers like, is so good. Yeah, I want to read Blink Outliers. Is so good. David and Goliath is amazing. I, I just like how he breaks down that like, hey, it's not what you think it is. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Like, let me give you a couple points because everything isn't what you think it is. And like, I love perspective stuff. I like stuff. that too. I like that. That's my favorite about. thing is like when you can gain different perspective. Whenever like, you you know those times when you've said to somebody like, oh, I'm in a shitty day or something. And they're like, well, you know, like my friend's, you know, aunt just died. Like, at least you're alive. You're like, whoa, you're right. <laughs> I shouldn't be bitching at all. Holy shit, you know, why why am I even complaining at all? Like, like I love that perspective change of like, man, I was actually feeling kind of down on myself today, but all of a sudden it's like, shit, let me let me do something today, you know? Yeah. Get some ice cream. <laughs> you know? and, something and make you happy. Fuck. Even in that regard, as far as like uh with the whole coronavirus going on, kind of I mean, it seems like it's dipping off a little bit right now, but um just not having a like a job at the moment, it's kind of feels like reading these books are my job. And I kind of like that. That's dope. I think it's kind of made me more of like, uh, realizing like when things go back to normal, I'm going to have these new routines and these new habits that I'm just like, it's going to help me grow way more than I was before the coronavirus happened. So I'm kind of, I agree. But, but educating yourself is hard, man. It it takes like time. It takes earnestness. You have to like be really willing to do a lot to, to educate yourself, you know, like even with, uh, you know, my, my, I just got denied this uh this this grant for my masters. I was going to get my masters paid for and this organization totally screwed me over and you know it it's not going to work out. But regardless, um I'm going to figure it out. It's fine. You know, it's like like I expected one thing to work out, but then I it like it, the one thing that hit me that was so gangster is it was just like Oh yeah, dummy. Like education isn't easy. You have to like work hard for this shit because it like here I am thinking and 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 shame on little old me, right? I'm like, uh, hey, don't you like like how the Taliban doesn't roll down your streets? Well, me and my friends had a lot to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm nobody in the whole system of things, but in the same regard, like, man, I put my life on the line for years, dude, in the army. Like, like, can I not educate myself? Yeah. You know, with without like having this gigantic, you know, burden on my family, like all I want to do is get educated. 
That's it. Well, I don't get why in this country that's such a difficult thing. Any other country, bro, you want to go for your degree and you've got the qualifications, the country will pay for it. Like Germany, the Netherlands, they'll they'll make sure you get that degree. Because they want Trust I, they want their people to be intelligent. They want their people Duh. to be on top of yeah. They want their people right. to be amazing. And that you know it's we talked about this outside a little bit if you're comfortable uh sharing it sharing it on the pod is uh do you think that you, you got denied because why? Because you were able to get a job, right? That's what you told me. They they saw you as able. Yeah, well, no, so so this was like uh a certain fund of money that goes to like disabled vets. And it's for the, what it's supposed to be for is for you to be able to get a job in a career field that can work with your disabilities and can work with you. Yeah. Right. So in that regard that you're supposed to be able to like get basically whatever training you need. So my thing was, Hey, I want to be a philosophy professor. So you can't do that with an undergrad. You can't do that with a bachelor's degree. Nobody's going to take you seriously, right? It'd be a joke if you're like, I want to teach. And they're like, you have a bachelor's degree and you want to teach? No, dum-dum. Not, not, you can't teach college. Really. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? So, so that being my goal, I was just like, hey, this is, uh, this is what I want to do. This is my, my passion. This is my dream. Like, I promise that you could tell me to make whatever grades. You could tell me I got to make a 3.5 or above and I'll do it. I'll figure it out, you know? And, uh, and yeah, they, they just deny me because I have two bachelor's degrees. So they're like, Oh, if you have two bachelor's degrees, you're, uh, you're employable. So we don't, we don't need to help you obtain employment, you know? And it's like, okay, that's cool. I don't know. I just felt burned. Yeah. I just felt like it, it just sucks, man. Because I know so many, like, it's not that I know that, that I know that people abuse the system. It's not that I know personal system abusers, but I know that there's people out there that are just, man, they're just burning the system down, bro. I knew a guy in Alaska that got like full medical retirement, the whole shebang. And he never deployed for a day. He was in the army. Like he'd only done like basic training and shit. Like he was brand new in the unit. And the second he showed up to the unit, he claimed that like he was having all these issues and he would be in the gym like, bro, no joke. I've seen him uh, shoulder shrug a thousand pounds. Wow. Right. That's but but then he would claim like all oh, this injury and pain and all this crazy shit. Right. But long story short, um, full medical retirement. And, like guys like him, like, man, I should probably take that out. I don't know. <laughs> it sucks to talk about. But there's a lot of people who take advantage of the system and they're fucking it up. And I feel like I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. I really You're feel just like trying to get more intelligent, bro. I'm just like, trying yeah. to go to school and get a and master's learn. degree. Yeah. What the fuck? And you don't want so money to hold that? that back. No. And I'll give back to society. I promise. Yeah, that's you so know? crappy. I, I mean, is there any way to appeal that? There is. They actually like, you know, they're sending me like appeal paperwork or whatever, you Definitely know, not that, not that I requested. They just do it automatically. Definitely do it. I don't know. I even told the lady on the phone. I was like, I'm not appealing this. Like, don't worry. Don't even send this shit. I'm not going to appeal it. I mean, I think you should though. Cause like if you can come back and you can speak for yourself at a high level too. So it's like, you need to fight for the people that are like you, you know, the people that want to get their masters, but can't because of money, you know, think about the people like that, you know, like I'm sure you, if you needed to get the masters, you can find a way financially to do it. But what about those people that can't and their wives are like, I don't want you spending your money on that. We don't have the money for that. You know, like fight for those people. Yeah, true, true. I never thought about it like that. That's a good perspective. Uh, I dig that. I, I I don't know. I never think like that. I always think like, ah, I just don't want to burden anybody. 
I don't want to burden the system. I don't, you know, they're probably going to die, deny me again anyways, who gives a shit. And, and you know, I'm positive. Yeah. Like my, my real thing is like, I'll find another way. Like, cool. You want to deny me? That's fair. I'll find another way. I never go like, I'll show you. Yeah. But I, I mean, know? I think that kind of like how you said outside, you're like, you're giving me permission to do this kind of just by your, the way you give advice is kind of like, I'm just, you're just giving people permission to do what they already want to do and what they should do. You know, and I think that you, by you, by, by you doing an appeal, it kind of like, you're, you might get what you, what stick you it to the man. Yeah, you is that what you're telling yeah, me? You might stick it to the stick man and also them. help future people like that. So where it's like, oh, they're not going to go away easy. They want this education. Hey, that is true. I never thought about that because if I do appeal it and, you know, win the appeal, at least I could help people out and go, Hey man, yeah. don't, don't take that first opinion bullshit. You yeah. appeal it dog. They pay for my old masters. You and know? they think you won't, they think you won't appeal it because it's a more Maybe. of a process. So they kind of like, they weed out the people that aren't going to fight for it. Yeah. It's just so weird, man. The, the, the whole military thing is so strange, right? Because like, I, I don't ever want to tout myself as some big hero. I'm not that bro. And I, I, I know like legit fucking dudes. I know like, honest to God heroes, like guys who really deserve to be like honored. You know what I'm saying? Like if you disrespect them, I would fuck you up like guaranteed because I'd be like, what? I would fucking lose my mind. Like not this person. Don't talk like that to that person. They're fucking squared away. You know, like, uh, guys who've done real shit. And, and you know, I, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like we all try to have this humility, right? Like, Oh, I didn't do nothing. Don't worry about it. But but you have to admit at some point, like, fuck that. I did a lot. <laughs> you know? Ten fucking years humping it out, dragging ass, fucking drug testing, PT tests, and training in the field, and jumping out of airplanes, and training soldiers, and leading men. Leaving and your family. Fuck, yes. Always away from the family, dude. Always away from the family. And like your son, a baby. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh man, my my me, my primo, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Honestly, like, but but it may also made me value life so much more, right? Absolutely. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I've I've loved my experience too. That's another part, right? Is I'm not one of these disheveled guys. I, I didn't get a fi- uh, you know an unfair shake. I got a very fucking fair shake when I got out because it's one of those like, hey. The kid put in his time, squirm the fuck away. And that was it. And it worked out, you know, and like, thank God for it. Um, it but fuck, dude. I don't know. It's a, uh, yeah, it's always, it's a, uh, it's always a tricky one to talk about because, you know, I want to, I don't want to be that dick. Like you have to fucking honor me or something like to, uh, it's not even like that. No, I don't think anybody sees it that way. I just think Good. that so many other people have abused that power and abused that that label of the patch of, For of sure. the soldier that you kind of don't want to be labeled or grouped into those type of people that have yeah, abused never, that power. Man. Yeah. So like, I don't think people see that of you ever. And I don't think you ever should worry about that. So like if you appeal it and even if it gets denied, you're still fighting for what you believe in and fighting for what the next man uh, that is like you should be capable and deservingly getting, you know, which is an opportunity to educate themselves further on the dime of U S military. I mean, you can't pay, like you can go risk your life for the military, but they won't pay for your education. I mean, I think that that's, that's not a, the the way I've perceived military is like, that's what they do. They pay for your education, you know? So like, why not pay for high level of education? But dude, they have paid for so much, bro. I've been in college the last, like, except for like maybe one year of it. I've been in college the last like eight years. 
and that's good and that's what they should want from their people you know? yeah that should that they should want but them. i'm a weirdo man like I you are. i'm an anomaly in that regard that like i just like being told what to study or <laughs> i just like like being turned on to new things enough that like college is gangster they're like yeah. hey all right you got to read about this guy dude like soren kierkegaard he's a philosopher i fell in love with like from the jump man he's a He's an existentialist, which they concern themselves mostly with why do we exist, right? Yeah. So, like, existentialism, like, existentialism, right? And, like, most existentialists are atheist or agnostic. They don't believe in any kind of God. They don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. They just go, we exist because uh, whatever. You know what I mean? We're microbes that came from, well, whatever all that cockamamie shit is. You know what I mean? Like, all that, all that stuff. All right. But Soren Kierkegaard is actually a Christian. And, like, he goes through, like, uh, why do we exist with a God realm? And I dig that. It's it's really cool because he, he also is a really badass philosopher in the fact that he never, he doesn't give you answers. Mm. He leaves the reading up to you. It's up to you to answer. Like you that. read it and you fucking answer it. The book I'm reading right now, the, the author said multiple times, Throughout this book, I have more questions than answers. Yeah. Dude, and, and you know what? In my life, the coldest shit I've ever said to people to really make them think and help people and shit has always been questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? For like, sure. it always comes in the form of a question like... Well, what do you want to do? What, yeah, what, what yeah. do you actually want to do? And they go, fuck, I never thought about that. Yeah, I've never had to answer that out loud. Right. Because they're... And it's like, we'll do it real quick. And you're like, uh, I don't know. I want to do this. Well... Yeah, let's go do it. There you go. Yeah, answer. Tip top, cheap. Yeah. See ya. I mean, you've definitely inspired me to like pursue a further education. I think that I wouldn't have the confidence in my life to go to. Um, I'm thinking about uh, for all the listeners out there. I'm thinking about doing um, going to uh, like a school that teaches you how to be a minister for um, to be a pastor and uh, talks about like Christian relationships, theology. You basically you get kind of like a a general education uh, certificate for. Um, just being in ministry. And I think that uh, I saw it was a two-year program, and I was like, I can knock that out. I did comedy for almost three years without, yeah. without a breeze, you know? Yep. And uh, I'm already in the books. I'm already in the Bible every day. I'm already in a book that's halfway between a, a, um, a fun read and a biblical read, you know, by David Splat, a former pastor. So it's like, I can do these things, and you've definitely inspired me to do that. So I think you should fight for your education, man. Fight for people like me that, you know, like if I was in the military and – I needed financial help to go to college. Like, I mean, I'd want people like you fighting for my my cause, you know? Yeah, that's true. I can't believe I never thought about it like that. But that that really is a good view. And and you you convinced me. Fuck these people. I'm going after yeah, Good. Let's do it. Man. Hey, hey, hey. If you listen, I'm coming for you. Yeah. Okay? The appeal is coming. Yeah, I like that. It's coming. Let's go. Yeah, no, but honestly, I have to, man, because like, I uh, honestly, I formed this like hatred for for undergrad students. I can't fucking say like the yeah. youth of America today. I'm uh, I'm scared for you guys. Hey, read, educate yourself, you fucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if you're in your twenties and you haven't picked up a book lately, pick up a book, smack yourself in the dumbass head with it, and then I don't know, maybe read it, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but honestly, like educate yourself, sharpen your mind, man. It, oh, is it hard? Really? It's hard for you. You know, it's like everything is fucking hard, dude. And like, but it's gangster to, to 
I keep saying gangster for some reason. I think it's a great word. Okay. I'm I think it, it works. Sorry, Albert. Uh, no, no, no. But but it's good to to force yourself to learn. It's good to force yourself to to suck every now and again, dude. Like, you've got to drag ass sometimes. You've got to go like, whoa, this is hard, and like try and push through it. Now, given like you were talking about earlier, I get that like sometimes you're like mentally foggy and you're out of it and you're like, oh, I just can't do this shit, you know? And like, I get that. I get that. There are times when you seriously like, all right, I can't do this. But other times, like, force yourself to do something tough, read some shit, learn some shit. Try and talk to somebody about it. Tell them what you learned, you know, show your level of comprehension. Like, oh man, I love it. And you know, what's helped me recently is, uh, having a highlighter. Highlighting shit. I dog your pages, bro. I know Dude. people who hate that no. so much. Really? You don't know about that? No, like, I do know. My wife hates when I do that. Like with bookmarks. Okay. So yeah. yeah. I put a, I put like Dude, a card some people a get so pissed. I dog your pages like a mofo. It's disrespectful apparently to the book. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's, it's my book. book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I highlight it's, it and I underline it. It's my book and I'm going to pick it up one day and go, damn, I wish I knew where that one place was. And then you're going to look back. Yep. Yeah. But dog eared done. I'll go right to it and go. There, there it was. Yeah. Yep. I love that too. Yeah, that's why me highlighting it kind of keeps me in it. And it's also, uh, instead of like reading a sentence and just, you know, completely blanking out and thinking about groceries or something or uh, uh, do I have to check the mail or whatever whatever comes to my mind, it's like, hey, guess what? Um, I'm highlighting it, so I'm more focused on do I need to highlight this? You know, so it's like I, every sentence is important because it's like do I need to highlight this sentence? Yeah. Look, I'm I'm gonna throw out some some book recommendations. You want some book recos? I got you. Daddy's here for you, right? Like uh, like for Spanish, Madrigal's Guide to Spanish. That shit is really badass. It breaks down Spanish, um, teaches you how to understand it. Uh, you know, like uh, I could teach you a thousand words in a second. You ready? Anything T I O N in English is C I O N in Spanish. Information Información. Right. Pretty simple. You know what I mean? Like delegation. I don't know. Make up a weird word. Delegation. It's it's easy. Right. Yeah. So like like teach you a lot of really cool things like that. Um, Mario Puzo Omerta, you know, about stuff like that. Like, are you a gangster movie guy? I've seen Omerta before, like because, you know, I got street. Credit, Is it a so movie? I don't know. I've seen I've seen <laughs> I've seen the words before. I was even looking at that book earlier when we were just chatting. And I remember seeing that that word before, bro. It's the best book. Omerta means like like it's like the uh, the bond, the brotherhood, the 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 um, like the oath that you hold when you're a mafioso. I like that. Omerta, like like you don't you don't break Omerta. You know what I mean? You like yeah, you keep integrity. It's cold. almost right. I don't know what else, man. I see you got Blink up there. I see Lone Survivor. Yeah, that's that's the whole. What MGZ. the dogs? What's, what's what the dog saw? That's Malcolm Gladwell as well. Like yeah. the the premise of what the dog saw is that uh, you know Caesar Milan, the dog trainer, the really badass dog trainer. Nope. The dog whisperer, bro. Nope. He's the whisperer. I don't know. Caesar Milan. He uh he, he's he's a really badass dog trainer, and the re he explains in the book one of the chapters is the reason he's a really good dog trainer is because he truly like understands dogs obviously right like but it like 
it's you know a lot of like uh dogs pick up on like facial recognition and like different like you know ways you can torture face and stuff like that they pick up on that and caesar milan like understands that more than anyone so he really like he knows how to act when dogs are around like he knows how to act like the alpha and any dog you can be as bad as you want that dog knows that caesar put a foot up your ass if you if you bullshit like they know like it's really tight but but it's what the dog saw the dog saw a person who is trained and understands what they're going through right that Pretty gets cool. me hyped. That's a good book recommendation just by you. All the Hunter S stuff, bro. Hell's Angels. Uh, George Carlin, When Will Jesus Bring the Pork Chops? That's, that's that a goof. It, it's a toilet book. You know what oh, I mean? It, it's, a, it's a book for the shitter. It's hilarious, man. I would read stuff from it, but it's like too long to like read. But it's, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I don't know. 1984. This is that book I was talking about. That's, this book is illegal to possess in Canada. What's it called? Pawns in the Game. Why is it illegal? Uh, because it was written by an RCMP here. Damn it. It was written by an RCMP officer, like a Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer. And, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. He, like, uh, he defected from the Masons, kind of. And, like, it's a tell-all about the Masons, <laughs> And a lot of like the Masonic shit. Like if you look there, I think wherever that bookmark is, that's like about the dollar and like all the crazy shit about the dollar and everything. It's nuts. Dang. I, it's so crazy to me how like anybody can write a book. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't have to go to school for it. You don't have to be qualified. You don't have to be no. signed with an agent. You don't have to do anything. You can just write the book. And if somebody likes it, they publish it. And I love that book is super interesting. I mean, I, I think some of it is a little misguided, but it's, uh, it's dope though. Yeah. I mean, you can just tell it's powerful by the, by like just the words and even, yeah, the, the, even the font and the language. You yeah. Know, right. So You're like you already tell, like, okay, yeah, this I, is I'm a opening it And like, I'm like, I, I see the words that are used. It's like Christians, Illuminati, uh, Satan, similarity, beliefs, worship, supreme being. Dude, the <laughs> lone survivor. Lucifer, great father, authority. These are <laughs> words I'm reading right now. Heavenly revolution, <laughs> obedience, unlimited. Man-made laws, resistance, dude. All these. That's I'm, re- just I'm literally on some reading random, these words right now. These are just random words. Random I'm paragraph. Seeing. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I get more. Gifts, privileges, revolted, supremacy, Almighty God, creation, Garden of Eden, students, Adam and Eve's locations. All right, all right, all right. That's enough. I know. I was going hard, but those yeah. those words are powerful. Right. It's it, and it really is like a bonkers good book, man. Um, like like tell the people again what it's called. Pawns in the game by William Guy Carr. Pawns in the game, I like bro. That. This one, Porta de Pedro, the Power of the Dog by Don Winslow. This is a crazy good book. It goes through like three different stories of um, sh- like one of them's like a DEA agent, another one's like a Irish mob street thug. And, uh, the last one is, or, and the other one is art Kellerman, um, like another guy and freaking, they all go through like their lives and like, holy shit, Don wins a crazy good writer. That book is so, so, so dope, Dang, man. That's awesome. power of the dog. You got some that's, good ones, bro. Yeah, man. Freaking. And, uh, let the people know your policy on letting people borrow books. Oh yeah. You ain't borrowing nothing. 
Hey, one of these days, man, I really want the money to where when I buy books, I'll just buy two. And then I swear to you, this has like been something I've really like dreamed of for the longest time. It's like just having enough money to buy two to where I'll read one, give one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To where like, hey, at least I'm kind of paying it forward. But man, I don't got that kind of paper right now. One day. Yeah. I mean, a super fun read that's kind of crazy is uh, I hope they serve beer in hell. Uh, <laughs> crazy book tucker max he's this uh frat guy who's just a real gigantic piece of shit yeah. but he's <laughs> hilarious though you will laugh your ass off i promise look i even got a trump book bro what is that oh the the art of the deal yeah i, I i've had that book for freaking 10 years and it's like again like we were talking about earlier though like i don't think he wrote it i would yeah. love to ask him one day like bro did you write the art of the deal because it's a good book <laughs> you don't is. think you wrote it no, fuck no. He didn't write that shit, bro. It's not even in Trump voice. If you read it, it's not even in like how his he talks language. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like man, it's bullshit. Uh, my my uh, somebody I know thinks that Trump talks the way he talks just because he wants to reach the general public. What so, do you mean? Like he's dumbing? He's down dumbing his it down language? for people. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Because he's so like he has a high education. He's been around for so long of like in the high business world. Like he he's got a Wharton education though, and like. I don't know, uh, you know, his his dad and his dad's buddies like owned Wharton, so. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, and Wharton is still a great business school, it really is. I mean, you, you get an MBA from Wharton, that's a shoe into any of the gigantic organizations and, you know, whatever yeah. corporations. You're, but, you're I, I mean, like, I mean, if you go to Wharton, I don't think you can be, you know, he talks like, oh, everything in America is really, really good. Really good. Great, actually. Really good. You know, like he talks, he seems, yeah, he does maybe, seem like he's maybe it, it is just him forcing dumbing it down. Yeah, just that would make more sense. Yeah, you know? just, yeah, like it's, I don't know. I can't believe that like someone like him doesn't talk like a little more elegant, like in business deals and transactions. Yeah, it's actually high yeah. level negotiation. But he seems like a dude that kind of has like a, a game plan. You know, he seems like he kind of like moves kind of like meticulously, don't you think? Uh, yeah, for sure. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, it, isn't it so funny that you can't? You're not even allowed to talk about Trump if you talk about him at all, especially in any positive light whatsoever. Then you're an asshole. Yeah, it's so divisive. It's it insane. is weird. Yeah. It's like, damn, he is the president right now, and I'm not saying you have to fucking respect the guy. I'm not saying look, he's the president and respect him as such. I'm just saying he's physically the president, right? Yeah. Can we agree yeah. on that? Is that all right that he's actually the president of the United States right now? And like, I don't know, dude, I don't watch anything he puts out. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really see any of it, but, but neither did I the past couple presidents. Uh, I don't remember. There ain't a president I've ever really paid attention to in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've never really. Yeah, you realize you don't, they're, they're, they don't do as much as we think they do. And, and even if they do, who gives a yeah, shit? They don't really you have no control lives. over yeah. it. And, Control what you can control. Yeah. I don't know. My, my father-in-law gave me actually some of the best advice when it came to like voting. Cause you know, I don't vote. I've never voted before. And like uh, most people like, I, I, it was so funny. Cause like when I started talking about it on stage, I started learning that like, Oh, people are ashamed to say that they don't vote. You know, like most people are like scared to admit that. And like, here I am like, I don't vote at all. Remember the, like the yeah, joke the bit, started yeah. out like, Hey, do you guys vote? I don't. You yeah, know what I mean? Just, like, like double down. On bam. Yeah. Like, and then just triple stage. down. Let's go. I've never voted, and I was in the army. And fuck you, and I don't you, care yeah. about your opinion. Yeah, it's on you. Remember, uh, thank you for your service. You know, go out there yeah. and vote. You're you bold. Pricks. You're bold. That was fun. 
but but honestly like during that time i was like really learning that like oh damn because like in the army if if anybody's like do you do you vote and you're like nah they'd be like man you're stupid that's like the worst you'd ever get out of it you know it's like oh you're dumb or something you know and you go okay maybe i think you're dumb you know like it just it was a nothing argument but um damn lost my train of thought what are we talking about just just voting and oh yeah not voting not voting See, look, that's what that's why I lost my train of thought. Cause I don't vote. Hey, no, but like, I've never really given a shit about any of that stuff. It, it's uh, oh, and my father-in-law gave me the best perspective on it. That like, you have to vote for the lesser of two evils if you give a shit about your family, yeah. and you want your family to like have the best shot at success and life and 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 longevity and happiness and freedom and everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got to vote to at least go. All right, definitely not that person. Yeah. You know, like, like, all right, man, I might not agree with everything this guy's saying, but I gotta, I gotta say definitely not to that motherfucker. You know what I mean? And like, I guess that's cool. I can kind of get behind that, but I still don't really As far as like being in it though and paying attention too much. No, I don't do that. Dude, it sours my life. It poisons my life. And then I'm not as like good to the people I need to be good to because I'm paying attention to bullshit and I'm getting, bro, everybody I know who's really into politics is Miserable. Fucking miserable. Miserable. Hates How did you know what I was going to say before I said it? Wow. Yeah, because, Maybe it's, because true. it's Yeah. obvious. Yeah. Like, it, it's because you're arguing about nothing. What do you know? That's what I love about philosophy. It's like one of the first principles you really need to learn if you want to study philosophy is like, you don't know anything. Yeah. What do you really know? Right? Mm-hmm. What do you that. really know? I mean, uh, do you really know that like... This isn't a simulation. Do you really know the, that you're, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, like, do things happen for a reason? Can you answer that? You don't know. You have no idea. What are stars? Do you know? No. You might think you have some scientific explanation and good for you, hero, if you do. Hey, that's dope, man. I'm glad you're smart enough to have memorized some scientific talk. But never touched one. Yeah. You I promise you that. I promise you never seen one up close. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's strange to like how could you tout that you know when you don't know? You know what other smart people have said, and that's cool and good on those people for studying and again good on you for memorizing what they studied. But still don't buy it. Yeah. I still don't care. You still don't know. That's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know because divine intervention is something that I actually believe in. I really do. I believe everything happened for a reason. I I believe we're here for causes and purposes that we're like innately born with. And we understand and a lot of people's difficulties in life and their depression and their bullshit comes from trying to fight and block out that plan. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're trying to like, they know they've always wanted to be a musical superstar or whatever the hell it is, right? You know, like with the glitz and the glamour, it's a little different and it kind of screws things up. But like if you've always known you need, you're going to be a writer or you want to be a writer, if your dream version of you is being a writer, start writing, dummy. Yeah. Start. I'm not saying you have to take classes writing. I'm saying write. I'm saying practice. I'm saying start writing right now. Start writing something. Write what you did today. Uh, it doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be witty. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't have to be anything. Just write down something, anything, and then just keep doing that over and over again. Every single day, force yourself to write and write and write. And I bet you in a hundred days, 150 days, 350 days, you're going to be great. 
You really will. You'll start figuring it out and you'll go, oh man, in the beginning, yeah, it was kind of embarrassed. Like as a comic, I love like, that's one of my favorite things. That's why I love comedians so much because we all have eaten big bricks of shit. Yeah. We started out hard, all of us. Like, yo, do you remember the early days grinding it out when everybody didn't like us? Like, we were trying to get people to like us, and they liked us on, like, a hang level, but, like, maybe they didn't like our stand-up or whatever, and, like, we weren't good enough no matter what. Even if we were great, even if we crushed the room, doesn't matter. You're still not good enough because I don't really know you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the mentality, right? And, uh, but I love that origin story that we know it's concrete, but most people don't have that. They don't like in whatever they do. Let's say like, you want to be a writer. They don't have that origin story of like, I remember sucking. Mm. I remember putting out my first book and it sucked. And it was the, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like that too. Cause it's like even Jordan, like in the documentaries, I know you haven't watched them yet, but they talk about how he was viewed as just a guy that's always going to just be the scoring champion. And he's not a winner and he's not a champion. He's not Larry. He's not Magic. He's not Isaiah Thomas, you know? And then he's like, all right, I'm going to hit the weights. I'm going to get beefy. I'm going to get through these bad boy Detroit Pistons. And guess what? Once I get to the top, once I get past these guys, I'm going to stay at the top. I love that. I, and I've always been a huge MJ fan. My son's name is Jordan because of Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, so. Deservingly. Ah, man. I love that. But, you know, I, I love reading about people's lives and stuff, too, like uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses. I read his book when I was in Afghanistan, and it got me through some some tough days. Yeah. Reading about Slash and his heroin tales and all the crazy shit, you know, it's just so unique. It's so neat. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I love weird stuff. Like, even, even that Ayn Rand Fountainhead, I still haven't read that book, but, like, I have it down there when I first ordered it and got it. Like, I hate its shape. So much that like either I'm going to reorder the book, maybe in a different shape, like some hardcover or something, yeah. or I'm probably not ever going to read it because yeah, I, yeah. Hate, yeah, like look at, uh, look at it. It's, it's right down there. Let's see. Let's see what this is. Oh, it's fat. Tell me you don't hate how that book feels. Oh no. Yeah. You can't. Cause it's like, you can't read it. Like respectfully you have to read it like kind of like you're you're in pain opening it it's yeah, such a it's tight all squeeze. tiny letters yeah why did they do is was this the cheapest option or something i have no idea yeah i mean it's probably the cheapest book because i always ordered just whatever the cheapest shit is yeah dang yeah 10 bucks but wow yeah it's thick yeah you probably won't ever read that he's yeah. gonna finish it tonight hell yeah it's <laughs> yeah. because we said he won't <laughs> what do you think you ready to wrap it up yeah let's wrap it up all right b well, hey, thank you for listening. Uh, hey, if you want uh, any of those books or anything and uh, you want to know what it is, just just hit me up with an email, deweirdoatmail.com, and I'll square you away. I'll, uh, man, I, I can't wait until I have the money to be like, yo, just hit me up. I'll send you the book. Yeah, that'd be get Send me your address. Man, I'm trying to get there, people. I'm trying help to get there. Me, help me. One of these days. Yeah, I'll be balling. Get me there. I got to get the Lambo first. But then I, I but then I got these books for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. All right.